Welcome to episode eight of the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers. If you're a volunteer who works with teenagers and you especially love pointing them to Jesus, this podcast is for you. You have found the right place and we're so thankful that you're here. Hey, I'm Chris Trent and I work with the Next Gen Ministry for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. I've worked with teenagers for a little over 30 years now and I love pointing them to Jesus, but I especially love the volunteers who work with them every single day. And that's you. So thanks for being here. Hey, today I have with us our rep from Central Georgia, Todd Jones. Todd's, how's it going, my friend? How are you? Hey, man? Chris, how are you, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. You and I are both just coming off of a marriage retreat for Next Gen Leaders, and we're fresh, man. We're fresh. Fantastic weekend. Thanks again to the Georgia Baptist for believing in Next Gen pastors and ministers, yeah. and it was awesome. Blessed. Yeah, man. It was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Hey, tell everybody, man, uh, in case this is their first time hearing from you, wh- where are you from there, man? Yeah, I serve at First Baptist Church of Duluth in Duluth, Georgia. Been doing student ministry for 25 years. Uh, married to Jennifer and have three awesome kids. So just uh, loving life right now. It's a good word, man. I love your church and uh, the stuff y'all are doing there, man. So thankful for you and thankful that you also are able to join us in uh, Georgia Baptist Mission Board World as far as being one of our reps and being available to help folks out when they need help. So thank you for that. Well, hey, we've got an interesting topic today. I say it's interesting in the sense that um, it's very current. Uh, Matter of fact, it's literally called uh, current trends that impact youth ministry volunteers in the fall of 2022. Got to do that fall of 2022. Fall of 2022. Because if you're catching this later, this is kind of current. That's right. And that's the risk of doing a podcast, you know, on current trends. But I think it might be helpful for those that are listening to hear some of the things that we're seeing um, as far as current trends go. And this is a conversation, Todd, that you and I have been having um, along with other volunteer or other youth ministry leaders uh, for a little while now. These are some trends that we're about to talk about today that we've talked about before. Yeah. It's very important. Well, here we go, friends. We're just going to jump right into this thing again. Thanks for being here. Here are some current trends uh, that are happening in the fall of 2022. And we're going to deal specifically today with relationships, uh, meaning the relationships that you have with uh, the students, the teenagers that you work with. I'm going to throw out a, a, a here, here's a phrase, and this comes from the Springtide Institute, a study that they've done for kids that have a religious leaning. So all of the kids that were surveyed in this thing are involved in some type of religion in some capacity. And one of the phrases that they coined, one of the things that uh, they've labeled here is this word, well, two words, relational authority, relational authority. Now, here's what relational authority is by their definition. They're, They're saying that young people need to feel cared for before they can be receptive to the influence of others in their lives. Now, Todd, is that something new per se? Not new at all. Not new at all. Not new right? at all. No, it's been around I for a would, I think for a long time now we've said that uh, that kids want to feel cared for before they care about what you think, right? So I don't think that in itself is rocket science. But here's what's interesting. Um, according to the Springtide Institute study, what they're saying when they say relational authority is something has changed in the life of a teenager. That in 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 years gone by, a lot of us probably that are listening to this podcast if we were placed in front of an adult that is an authority figure, a teacher, a parent, a coach, because of the fact that they had authority, we would respect them and we probably would at least listen to what they have to say. That may not equal that a, a deep relationship there, but we would at least listen. But what this study is saying is that 
that has changed. And now authority figures are finding that some kids aren't necessarily really caring about the authority that they have unless they take the time to build a relationship. And I've heard that even from some coaches as they've heard this as well. What are your thoughts, Todd? I totally agree. I think uh, I'm a, uh, what I call a character coach at Duluth high school. And so every year I have to go in and build trust with the new players. And so it's, it's like I walk into that situation and every year, uh, as I walk away from from the football team, I'm I'm trying to build relational change because they're looking at me. Uh, I'm not a young spring chicken anymore, so I walk onto campus. They're like, "Whose dad is that?" You know, and so I have to walk on trying to trying to do that. But again, it's it's doing things for them, serving them, loving on them, showing up. I think that's one of the biggest things for volunteers is show up, be there when you're there. Um, if you're checking your phone and and you're looking at other things, you're looking at other people, I think is vital to build that relational authority in their lives by showing up and being present where you are. Yeah. And, and to be real candid with this folks, uh, folks that are listening, you know, friends that are, are working with teenagers on a regular basis, what we're really saying here, and I think what this stat um, and what Springtide Institute is revealing here is that we may walk into a Sunday school class and think, man, like I, I just expect them to pay attention to what I have to say. When realistically, especially when working with a new group of students, what we may have to work on for the first little while is just building up relational relational equity, if you will. That's right. Uh, you know, with those students. Well, we're going to come up with that uh, that that phrase. Well, here are some stats tied to that that we're going to jump into that are current. Some things that kids have have said. First thing is this, let's say you put a hundred teenagers in a room and none of those teenagers have an adult in their life. That's any kind of mentor pouring into them whatsoever. hundred teenagers, none of those teenagers have an adult. If that happened, only 50%, according to this statistic, only 50% of those young people who report to having no mentors, um, say that their life has meaning. So out of that hundred, only 50% of them are even going to say that their life has meaning or purpose. Now stick with me for a second here, um, especially because I know we're not looking at those numbers, but you're, you're driving in your car or wherever you happen to be listening to this thing. Here's what happens when you add one adult to the mix though. You put one adult in a kid's life and now the number becomes 70% of those who have at least one adult mentor says that their life has meaning and purpose. You put two adults, two to four adults, 85%. 85% of kids that have two to four adults in their life say that their life has meaning and purpose. And check this out. If they have five or more mentors, it goes up to 91%. Huge jump. Huge jump. I mean, and and Chris, this is is one of my pet peeves uh, when I go speak somewhere or do training for somewhere and I'm in a room of volunteers and the volunteers say, well, I'm just a volunteer. Mm. Those statistics show you they're not just a volunteer. They are the heart behind the ministry, the the lifeblood behind the ministry. We really believe that. Yeah. So, so. Volunteers, when you're listening to this, please stop saying you're just a volunteer. You are vital. You are a vital part. You're a leader in the student's life. And so remember, you matter. Students need more people, not more programs. And these statistics show it very, very clearly. 
Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. And and ultimately, that's the stats that we're sharing with you today. We're wanting you to hear that more than anything, um, is that we don't need you to be ultra cool. We don't need you to be the best Bible study teacher in the whole world. Uh, but boy, we sure do need you to build relationships with teenagers. And out of that, have the authority to speak into their lives and point them to Jesus. Um, that is just huge. Why does all this matter? Well, here's another stat related that's current of since 1980. Teenagers that describe themselves as unaffiliated with any religion has risen from 12% to 34%. So since 1980, teenagers that have described themselves as unaffiliated with any religion has risen from 12 to 12% to 34%. That means that we're dealing with a group of teenagers that um, are more unchurched or associated religion than ever before, um, and that number continues to rise, right? And here's the thing. Um, our current teenagers, the teenagers that we're dealing with, the ones that you're working with, and it doesn't matter if you're in rural, whatever state you're in, or if you are in a big city, Despite having virtual access to people in places around the world, we're talking about that cell phone, that smartphone. Today's young people are the loneliest on record of any generation. Matter of fact, the pandemic obviously had an impact in that. And at the beginning of the pandemic, those 60% said they felt very isolated and alone. Todd, you're working with students day in and day out. You're, you're a real life official youth pastor. You've got kids that are your youth group, right? Does this translate to what you're seeing as well? Yeah. And I've got and kids doing this 20 something, you know, yeah. over 20 years. Yeah. Right? I, I've got kids in my house too. That's, that's the other Correct. thing. All, yeah. all three of my kids are teenagers in in my student ministry. And, and we're just seeing this at, at record numbers. And um, again, this is why you're there. Um, I can only reach probably 10 to 15 students by myself. And so, again, as a leader, as a volunteer, you have students in your your youth ministry that God has placed in your in your uh, uh, underseeing your care, um, and and He's got them there for you to love on, to care for. Um, because again, this is this is where just simple notes, just write note, a note and put it in the mail, just to saying, "Hey, I'm thinking about you. I care about you." Uh, please let me know if I can do just stopping to, to, we talked about prayer request a couple of, uh, episodes ago, you know, stopping to say, Hey, how can I pray for you? Just being in, intentional and personal, sending those tech, those random text messages. Um, again, just saying, Hey, I'm thinking about you. How can I pray for you? Those different things, because again, the numbers don't lie. And so, uh, you know, again, we're seeing students just feeling so lonely, so disconnected, and, and again, we need adults in their lives doing what you're doing on a week-to-week basis. Yeah, and, and please don't hear us saying we think this is easy because we know this is very difficult, challenging work. We know that what you do as a volunteer can be very challenging. But I hope one of the things maybe you're hearing, listener, is um, if you are sitting here, and, I, and likely we have someone listening you know, today that you, know, you, you feel like you just can't get any traction with teaching that Sunday school class on Sunday mornings, like you just haven't been able, here we are in October now and you've had them for a couple months and you still can't get traction. Maybe um, today the nudge would be maybe s- instead of worrying about the traction, um, maybe start trying to deal, uh, drill down a little bit on the relational side of things, yeah. getting to know them, letting them get to know you and see if out of that, out of that foundation, 
um, you might get billed uh, and, and have some authority in their life. Hey, a few more stats before we wrap this thing up here. Um, adults that young people feel they could turn to if needed, right? So, so that not just adults, really people, any people that a kid, if they, if man, if they needed something really bad, here's a list of people and the percentages that go with them. Uh, religious leaders are on the list, by the way. We're on and here. It is. We're on there. We're on there. Um, parent and guardian, 74% of teenagers said they feel like they could turn to their parent or guardian. I still believe, and I always have since I've been in youth ministry, that kids want to have a relationship with their parents and they want, you know, want that more than anything. So if they had a situation, 74% say they think they could turn to their parent or guardian. 45% said a close friend that they feel like, man, if I had something going on, I really needed help with. I could turn to a close friend. Todd, I don't know if I mentioned this, but um, we're on this list. Religious leaders are on this list. We're on here. Watch it. Make sure that, yeah, okay. Um, siblings, makes sense. Brother, sister, siblings, 33% said they could turn to a sibling. Some other family member, 31%. 31% said they could turn, makes it. Uh, and under that, grandparents, 31% said they feel like they could turn to grandparents. Todd, I don't know if I mentioned, but we're on this list. Religious leaders. Yeah, religious leaders. But this yeah. this next one—that's not, not just youth pastors, though. But at, you know, it, right. it's mostly like youth ministry professional type people. I'm thinking here, right. or pastors, uh, teachers, seventeen percent. Which that's you know that's not a surprise that kids don't feel. You know, I, I get that. Um, coaches, nine percent. And here we are, religious leaders, eight percent. We scored four percent higher than the boss, and four percent higher than other whoever that is. That's- right, so. 8% of teenagers feel like they could turn to a religious leader. Now, that could sound like terrible news, um, but here's what I hope everybody hears today. I really believe, and Todd, you and I have had this conversation, um, that this is a this is really um, challenging the idea that a church, what they really, really need is a youth pastor. And if they had a youth pastor, everything would be great. I think this is a little bit of an indictment on the idea that we would have a Wednesday night service and I would stand up in front of 20, 30, 40 kids or whatever. And that they feel like I really, because I have no relationship with them. I'm, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't have that much relationship. So what does all that say to me? That says that the volunteers that have smaller groups of students, that the relationship that they have with those students is crucial. And I would guess, Todd, tell me if you think I'm wrong on this, that if we took this number though, and we put into that students that had solid relationships with a youth volunteer, like in a Sunday school setting or a small group setting, that that number would be, and they had a relationship there, that that number would be a whole lot higher for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, I look at this and, and again, religious leader, and then you look at close friend at 45%. What if you had such a relationship with a student that they could trust you with that, I, I, with, with, with any information that they wanted to share with you. Again, my junior and senior year, I had a great youth pastor, but it was my junior small group leader and my senior year small group leader. And she was in her seventies at that time that truly made an impact, truly made a difference in my life because I knew they cared for me. Good word. So how do we wrap this thing up? Here are three final stats to kind of help drive this home. Ready for this? 79% of young people say that they trust someone who shares things about their life. So there's an idea right there. That may be where to start. 79% of young people say they trust someone who shares uh, things about their life. Obviously, you have to use good judgment with that. You don't want to be sensational um, and, and, and get too crazy with that. Um, 
But yeah, 85% of young people say that their trust in another person grows when that person takes action that responds to the young person's needs. In other words, 85% of these kids are saying, hey, look, when a, when, a, when an adult does something because they see I'm in need and they kind of help me out or, 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 or that actually causes me to trust them more. And then finally, 65% of young people agree with the statement, a person's expertise doesn't matter if they don't care about me. That's hard to hear as an expert <laughs> that has a podcast and all that. But the fact is, is that, man, it doesn't matter unless there's a relationship. And I think that's more true than ever. Any final words, Todd? No, I think this is so, so important. And and again, I think this this truly is a trend right now, but I think we're going to continue to see this trend and these stats go lower and lower. So that's why we need leaders. And thank you, volunteers, for doing what you do. Agreed, man. Thank you all so much. Hey, be sure to join us in our next episode, episode nine, as we talk about setting the example for teenagers through participation. And if you hear me giggling a little bit, that's what I said at the end of last episode. Uh, But that's actually going to be episode nine if you were expecting a different topic today. Uh, So episode nine will be setting the example for teenagers through participation. Um, Hey, special thanks to the Georgia Baptist Mission Board for allowing us to provide this as a free resource. We're especially thankful for churches that continue to give to the cooperative program. Hey, if you need anything, you can find us at Georgia Baptist. Well, actually, gabaptist.org slash next gen. That's gabaptist.org slash next gen. Hey, I'm Chris Trent, and we'll see you next time on the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers.